Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This show is here to help you as a leader with practical help and advice which will improve your management skills and get you the results you've always wanted. Make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode and please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it or get a benefit. Well, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. It's a new year and you know what it's like? New year, new me and all that. Well, New Year's resolutions are always a good thing to have. I always find that starting a new year is like starting to turn a page of a book to that next page and next chapter. But New Year's resolutions in business doesn't seem to quite feel right. So why don't we call them, for this podcast, the goals, the goals of the year? We all know we need to have goals for ourselves, for our teams, for our business. But the problem is... What happens with those great ideas at the start of the year, the goals, if you don't plan? Well, of course, you fail. You need to plan and to think what's going to happen. You know, are you a manager who's just going to wing it and see how it goes? Let's have the goals at the start of the year and see what happens. Well, that ain't really going to work. And as managers, we're here to deliver results and execute the goals. The data on missed goals is scary. We all know how bad it is when you've got a resolution. Your New Year's resolution is all great and you're going to give up drink, you're going to do exercise more, you're going to eat healthy, you're going to read a book, you're going to meditate, all those. But by the 14th of January, they're all ditched. Mainly because people usually go absolutely mental at the start. They sprint out of the blocks. You know, the new diet, yes, we're just going to eat kale. The gym, we're going to go twice a day and we're going to get rid of all our social media distractions. But it burns out just as quick. The missing link in all this between the goals and the execution is the planning and having a realistic plan of attack. If you don't plan a work project of any major size, then you know what exactly happens. It will fail. So how much time do you plan as a leader ahead? You know, are you planning the year in detail? Do you have yourself a schedule and a strategy that you're going to use with your team? Or do you spend that time in the week and then thinking about the next steps, where you're going to be, what's going to happen. Or you just face it as it comes. Now we know sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes in business, there's going to be curveballs that come along and you're just going to have to manage and get on with it. But of course, a lot of the times, those are not the things we're talking about here. These are we're talking about the longer, larger goals that you've got. Now I'm sure you've all heard of the SMART analogy when it comes to goals. The idea of being specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and of course, timely. I suppose you can take quite a few of those out if you just did measurable and timely. That should be most of them. And when, of course, you're looking at your planning cycle, you may have also heard of the Deming cycle, where you've got plan, do, check and act. Well, I think the idea of all this just comes down to the fact that you've got to get your goals in earlier in the year, especially if you're in the kind of normal calendar that we all work with, and then put yourself in the position of getting a plan month by month to work through them. I'll tell you a little story about where I failed to plan ahead and managed to fail. 
there was a sponsored walk that had come up and I had no real intention of doing the sponsored walk. I decided that it would be nice for these guys to do it, but I wasn't going to be involved. But my son wanted to do it. Last minute, he decided that he wanted to do the sponsored walk. Now, this sponsored walk was quite a distance. The goal was 24 miles of walking. Now, that's quite a way. I think 24 miles of driving sometimes in the UK can take many, many hours. But it was a good it was a good idea. And we thought, well, it's for a good cause. Let's do it. But what did I not do right? Well, of course, there was no preparation. It was last minute. So what did I do? Turned up with the wrong equipment. The boots that I thought would be perfect for the day started to rub within the first two miles. And by the time it got to mile five, I knew I had blisters well on the way. I didn't know the route. I hadn't checked the route and I didn't know what there was going to be on that route. So again, the equipment I chose didn't match the route. I also had no information about the weather. The information I got was old and out of date. It was meant to be a snowy day, but it turned out it was dry. So, of course, I got, again, wrong footwear and wrong equipment, carrying far, far too much stuff. I also, in my haste, decided to rush without having the right supplies on me. I thought the idea would have been that we would walk along a few miles, stop, find a little shop, have something to eat. And because I didn't know the route, I didn't know there wasn't any shops in the first part of it. Therefore, we had no food with us. And, of course, I was winging it from the start. And I didn't know the people I was with. The gang that was going, I had a couple of people I knew, but actually they weren't the people we normally go around with. We hadn't done any training together. Therefore, I didn't know the plan of the day. And what their plan was to just keep going. My plan, as I thought in my head, is we would stop, regroup and see how people were. But of course we didn't. Therefore, me and my son slowly slipped behind. And that slipping behind affected us both physically, because we were obviously having trouble with my feet, but also mentally, you know, on your own for a long time. And of course, when we got into the middle of nowhere, we had no plan B to get out of it. So by the time we got to 14 miles, running and empty with no stop, and lots of field fit, fit, foot damage, then I decided to call it a day. And we failed to hit the goal of 24 miles. Now we did well. 12, 12, 12 to 14 miles is a good walk and we still raised some money. So there's a good outcome for this. But the learnings from this is know your goal. You know, where were we going? What exactly were we going to be doing? Communicate that goal. What did I tell the people around me I was going to be doing? Because I didn't take any advice. I just went straight into doing this massive walk when I haven't done walk for a line, a long time. You know, planning. I didn't plan anything for this walk. Therefore, I didn't set myself any milestones, any measurable points. And I didn't know. And it boils down to really three practical takeaways. You know, prepare ahead. I should have known the route. I should have got the right footwear. I should have got the food. I should have checked the weather. No, practice would have been perfect. Test the system in business, you hear. Well, in my mind, I went and did a big long walk, 24 miles, no problem. No testing, no practice. Have a plan B. What was going to happen if the shops were shut? Should I have carried spare clothing or less clothing? Should I have pick up points or even blister plasters? You see, this is where it all fell down pretty quickly. You know, everyone will tell you that the best laid plans fall apart as soon as the game starts. Or, as some bo- famous boxers said, as soon as you get punched in the face, the plan goes out the, rim, rim, the window. So, good leaders always need to try to plan ahead and have another route. And when it comes down to your yearly goals, if they're smart and they're measurable and you know where you're going, let's start thinking that next stage. Start to look at putting in set action points. Look at your practicalities of what you're trying to plan. Don't just go off and think, well, I've got my goals in there. Everyone knows what they're doing. Let's crack on. Think about how are you going to be able to prepare, 
How are you going to be able to communicate out to people? How are you going to make sure that you test and make sure that the, the goals are in the right direction and you're being pushed forward? And of course, if a goal goes or changes and you can't do it, what's the plan B? Especially in cost control areas, which we're all living in at the minute. If you fail to hit a certain amount of bo- a budget in your cost out, what's your plan B? What are you going to bridge that gap with? Because what happens is you carry on thinking they'll be fine. We'll soon make its way back. We won't have a problem. But of course it isn't. Because when it gets to the end of the, the year, God forbid, and you've missed your targets, what the heck are you going to tell your managers? So it's a great time of the year to start thinking about what you want to do in yourself, where you want to go, where you're going to get to. Also about your business, where is it going to push to, how are you going to develop your team. So have those goals brilliantly. Do that idea sessions, but then look at the practical side of getting something down on where you're going. How long is it going to take you to get there? Do you have a plan? How are you testing the system? And do you have a plan B if your plan A fails? Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. So please send me your feedback as it's a gift to podcast at gmail.com. I answer the emails myself and would love to engage on new or revisit some old topics. And one more thing, whatever you've learned today, please put into action because the thought is cheap. We really need to put these things into practice. Right, well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.